With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. WRKS Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. It's now Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. All set. Let's go. The Zone. Roll Tide. Man, oh man, Christmas holiday is going to be a different deal over in Alabama. I may go over there just for the, just to to mingle and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to roll tide mingle. Woo. All right. Hope you had a good weekend. Good morning. Good morning. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Alabama will not be in the college football playoff and Coach Prime is gone. It was a uh, heck of a run, but he is now the head football coach for the Colorado Buffaloes. And we're going to have some of that audio in the 7.30 hit. I don't know if you had an opportunity to watch it, but it is wild. What, uh, you know, kind of how all that played out. And Coach Prime is now in Colorado, Boulder, Colorado. I don't know if I saw that happening. I mean, I... I wasn't surprised once the job came open and it happened, but I'm talking about back in August, you know, where he would land. Um, And Ashley Robinson, the Jackson State Athletic Director, made an unbelievable hire, regardless of what you think about Coach Prime. Uh, He won and won big on the field, and and they just capped it off with the SWAC championship. But now that's that's some big shoes to fill, Blake Mania. I mean, that's... uh, yeah, it was. Uh, you could tell post SWAC championship that things were not ending in a uh, amicable manner. No, Dion was ready to get out and go. Yes, Ashley Robinson was not happy that his head coach wasn't celebrating the successful season he had. It was. It was a tumultuous Saturday for 
Dion and Jackson State. Yeah, the breakup. You know, we were kind of going that way with Lane Train and Ole Miss. Yeah. Um, the breakups never, it, it never works out. No. Um, not typically not. We, we have this pie in the sky. Yeah. Very dreamy. Yeah. Idea of sports, and yet it's business, just like whatever industry you're in, and you're in, or you're in, or you're in. And uh, Coach Prime, you know, thought Lane would get the the Auburn offer. It didn't happen. Coach Prime gets the offer and takes it. And now we got Hugh Freeze at Auburn. Coach Prime at Colorado. Lane Train still at Ole Miss. Yeah. And Leach has yet to uh, tweet about winning the Golden Egg. We're almost, uh, we're a week and a half, yeah. almost two weeks out. Uh, he did let everybody, uh, this had to be a staffer. You can tell when, when it happens. Um, the tweet yesterday on Leach's account about cowbells being allowed in uh, for the Outback Bowl. He doesn't even know they're in that bowl game. No. It's like, <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <sighs> Somebody said, you're playing Illinois in the bowl game, Coach Leach. And he said, I've been to Illinois before. And started talking about Chicago. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> had, no, had no idea. And speaking of which, you said the Outback Bowl. And this brings to a whole other thing that we're going to have to debate during bowl season. It's now the ReliaQuest Bowl. It is. I'm not a fan of bowls when they're at least like a certain level and up. Mm-hmm. Not having names that stay somewhat similar throughout the years as the ad sponsor changes, right? So like you have the, it used to be the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl, mm-hmm. and now it's the something else Fiesta Bowl. Right. It, it was like the Sony Rose Bowl, and I, I don't know what it is, that whatever, the sh- you know Nokia Sugar Bowl to go way, way back, right? Um, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Well, yeah, it, Outback Bowl felt like the name, the out like Outback was the name of the bowl, but it was the sponsor. Now it's the ReliaQuest Bowl. Like I, that's how I get excited about going to the ReliaQuest Bowl. It sounds like I went six and six. Uh, I think because it's in Tampa, Florida, and you get sunshine. Oh, the ReliaQuest Bowl. Um, should we should have been Florida and gone to Vegas. Ole Miss or State should have lobbied for the Vegas Bowl at this point. Florida Gators to Vegas. Boy, that's a quick turnaround. December seventeenth game. That's, that's right. But uh, Ole Miss will be in the Texas Bowl. Houston. And they'll play Texas Tech, Mississippi State in the Outback Bowl, and they'll play Illinois and Brett Bielema, somebody that we're more than familiar with. Big Brett Bielema will be on the other sideline, and you can bet for both those teams, Texas Tech and Illinois, it will be their Super Bowl. So, yeah, you, you know. Texas Tech trying to go for the Mississippi Sweep. I know, yeah. man. That's usually only something you do when you're drunk and at Waffle House at 4 a.m. In, de- in the Delta, the Mississippi Sweep. But oh, now I it's, bet that is the Mississippi now, Sweep. Now, now, now it's uh, it's Texas Tech trying to win back-to-back bowl games against uh, Mississippi State and now Ole Miss. What's the name of the hash browns when you get them? Smothered and covered or something and, like that? And it, like three other things, too? They've got a bunch. Dice, There's like spliced, eight, yep. and whatever. Yeah. There's like eight different topics. Have you ever gotten that? All the way? Yeah. Not all the way. I get like... So I get like different. I get cheese and you okay. know something like that. Whatever. I, I've never had the whole Mm-mm. all the way or whatever it's called. Thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Um. That's what Texas Tech is going for when they take on Ole Miss. Red Raiders, baby. In the in the Texas Bowl. And Illinois is the Fighting Illini, right? That's right. Okay. The Fighting Illini. Have you ever been to Champaign, Illinois? Lord no. Okay. Why would I? Have, I've been to Chicago. I've never been to Champaign. 
Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to make it. The, uh, the irony is I met someone just like two weeks ago who is from a suburb, like suburban Illinois somewhere in there oh. and was went to Illinois. Okay. The irony. And so now uh, I'm, we, mass- we may have to go to the bowl game. It's a mass big university. Yeah. Oh, it's huge. I mean, I know they, they haven't been good until Brett got there. Hey, don't juice Williams back in like 07, baby. Yeah, I forgot about him. <laughs> One year. Um, Ron right, so, Zook went there after Florida, if you remember correctly. I remember. Uh, <laughs> after he got croomed. <laughs> That's what happens. You you get beat by Sly Croom and they banish you to the tundra of Illinois. Hey, I'm, I'm checking out this thing right here. It's two hours and 22 minutes from Chicago. Ah. That's not that's like Startville or Oxford almost to yeah. Jackson. That's not bad. So anyway, I just thought I'd let you go. You go into Champagne, you can go visit Brett. I am not. Brett, I'm gonna go hop on the wife Delama. I'm going to Tampa. Are but, you? Yeah. But I'm not it's an excuse to go somewhere with sunshine. You were just there a few years ago with Joe Moorhead. That was uh, I had a blast. Yeah. But um It was fun. The game was not awesome. And it was like 100 degrees it that was, day. It was. It, it kind of... So I left the hotel and I made the mistake of wearing jeans. I, me too! And I don't know what I was thinking. Dumbest um, thing I did all day. And and so I get there and I guess I'm not thinking because it that we had... For me, we had stayed out a little late the night before. We stayed in Clearwater. Yes, uh, right on the beach. Oh, I, oh, yeah. And, and um, anyway, you know, it was a quick turnaround to get there at 11 a.m. And oh, it was early. By the time I sat down in seats, I was like, uh, right when I sat down, I went, oh, oh, it's warm. I was taking pictures that day. I was on the field. It, oh, really? Yeah, just to do it okay. for fun. And then I ended up in the club level. Yeah, that was smart. Yeah, it, it was just. Uh, it was I, insanely not, hot that I day. I mean, it, it, it was frying and we had had some tasty beverages the night before and i was like i'm just not gonna fight this battle uh, of course joe moorhead left it to jeffrey simmons to fight it alone but um because the offense didn't show up but anyway yeah i it, it looks like i'm gonna go what do you think uh i'll take I mean, some I pictures it. for you yeah it's not a bad place to be on uh on a holiday raymond weekend. james Stadium's pretty cool yeah I mean, and Tom Brady's been terrible there, so maybe Mike Leach can win for the Pirates, right? Oh. I mean, he's at the Pirate ship. Oh. oh that means they will 100,000% do a feature with Mike Leach on the Buccaneers Pirate well, ship. Well, one guy tweeted out, will Leach coach from the Pirate ship? He will be on there. There's no doubt. that There will be a highlight video, and Leach will be on the Buccaneers Pirate ship. Yes. Book it. And if you don't, then they, they should fire the whole marketing department. I'm with you. Because I think that's a pretty pretty good shop job it's the obvious to be sell. you know head of marketing for the outback bowl right i mean you work about three months out of the year i think that's a pretty good gig show is powered by the golden moon casino sportsbook and lounge ryan fowler roll tide ryan fowler at 8 30 bama back-to-back years no college football playoff appearance big board next
Hit us up on the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. That's 601-885-3776. Your Ag Up Equipment text line. Twitter handle, Twitter, Twitter, at Bow Bounds. And follow us on Twitter. Hang out with us on Twitter. And then... Your Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line is 601-707-3750. Good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Uh, I framed that up wrong in the first segment. Alabama played for the national title last year and lost. But it will be back-to-back years where they do not win the national title. And Bama fans are trying to get people to... Feel sorry for them. The fact that they didn't make the college football playoff and Ohio State did. Mm. Well, you lost twice. Mm. And I know Ohio State was embarrassed at home. Um, and I'm aware that you can, everybody can run the numbers to where they, to get whatever, you know, answer you want. But, uh, The bottom line is Bama wasn't getting in. Now, Tennessee, boy, they dropped the ball. You kind of feel like if they don't lose to South Carolina, they're in. They're number four. They're number four. Yeah, 100%. Now, they get Georgia, but they're number four. Yeah. Um, Boy, but... They get Georgia without hitting Hooker and so on. So, you know, I I know that looks, you know, like it looks, but... uh, Hey, you get Georgia and Ohio State. And Michigan and TCU. Uh, And TCU lost their conference championship game, and people are like, hey, they don't deserve to be in. Well, the Big 12 is weak, but they went the... Some people were pointing out that through regulation, they weren't beat. And and then, of course, they got beat in in overtime. Um, I would have put TCU in. Yeah. That's who... I, I think the first three are the right three. The fourth spot is a little bit of your kind of taste of the town, so to speak. Does Ohio State deserve it over Alabama? I don't know. The greatest, the easiest answer would have been if Tennessee just doesn't screw up. Right. They would have been in. That would have been the easiest play. Boy, would they have gotten clobbered. But it didn't happen. See, I don't, you know, Tennessee, Georgia, neutral site, I don't know. Without hitting Hooker? No, I'm saying, I'm assuming like if they had won and and that didn't happen, right? If they had beaten South Carolina and, and that didn't happen. Without Hooker, you're correct, that it wouldn't have been... I mean, yeah, it would have been bad, yeah. but but I think I think the committee got it. Is I like, I mean, does I don't o- like I, I don't like TCU getting. I think if you're going to come out of the Big Twelve, you need to come out unblemished. But but I understand the deal. I mean, twelve and zero, and like you said, that was an insane competitive game. They didn't get whipped. They no. that was look that was the best game of the day. Well, sure, without question. And sure. what you saw from Max Duggan and TCU and missed opportunities where they could have win, it tells me, like, I think that team deserved to be in. And crazy as it is, their full-body strength of schedule is still really good. They yeah, had, they had a bunch... This is so misleading. They had a bunch of top 25 wins. Yes. Uh, because we get bogged down in who's ranked, especially in September, when nothing's played out. But the committee doesn't... The committee argues that they use their own twenty five top 25 rankings, and so those September AP rankings, in theory, don't matter. They count ranked wins as they see them, but yeah. but still, I mean, who will you want to see Ohio State and Alabama in, both? 
Like I don't. Yeah, I'd rather see TCU oh, all day. I'd, I'd rather have the bigger brands and the and the bigger. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather watch Bryce Young go against CJ Stroud. You watch Max Duggan? I'd rather see Max Duggan all day. Nobody's all right, oh man. We, we went through that. I went through that years oh. ago, and TCU and Boise State made a New Year's Six bowl, and nobody watched it, and they were both under. I think they were both undefeated. It's a playoff game. It's going to be. It's going to be heavily written. People are going to watch this. The semifinal games have not done well, especially you know when it's a matchup you, like this. You think they're going to get beat, a la the way Michigan State did, or Cincinnati, or Notre Dame when they were the fourth team? I don't. I think they give Michigan a competitive game. Ooh, I have to think about that. I. I, I don't. I don't think TCU's that good, but um, obviously Michigan's not dominant either. So yeah, I think Georgia's the. I thought, golly, he's getting better and better. Um, He could be a problem. He could be a big problem. No, I I don't think people are interested in TCU. Uh, I know they're not. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're streaming live on thezone1059.com in the Out of Bounds Radio app. We will have uh, Roll Tide Ryan Fowler, Tuscaloosa 109 the game. He'll join us at 8.30 on the Yingling Lager guest line. And uh, how about that? Bama will not win the national championship in back-to-back years. And they have players leaving left and right. Now, they're still going to finish number one or number two in the recruiting rankings. So where does that, you know, where does that leave us going forward? If Georgia's not going anywhere, LSU is going to be what, two, three, four times better by next year. And Hugh Freeze is going to flip that Auburn roster in about five minutes from now. Um, y'all better buckle up. This guy, we all know he can recruit. And he did a really good job at Ole Miss. And now he's had a bigger program and bigger brand with more, with way more resources. Um, you know, and a program that's played for two national titles in the 2000s, won one, been to six SEC championship games. You put him in a living room with two or three other assistant coaches and those Auburn pullovers, he's going to win some battles too. Now, the question is, who else is going to hang around? Tennessee? And will Napier make a bit? I'm looking at his recruiting. It's really good right now. Can Napier make a move at Florida next year? Yeah, they're hovering around number nine. Can't be worse than his first year. No. I don't think that's surprising by that they went through the ups and downs of, you know. It's just crazy when you see, like, this is what's remarkable. Brian Kelly, first year, goes 9-3 and three in the West, makes it to Atlanta. Sonny Dykes, first year, goes 12-0 and 0 in the Big 12, makes it to the title game and the playoff. Uh, not that Billy Napier should be held to those standards, but it, we have had some wildly successful first-year coaches this year. Uh, it's, a cra- oh, yeah. it's crazy. And, and, of course, Brian walked into you know better talent at LSU and, and so on. Um, and it was a good year to go into the Big 12 with Oklahoma and Texas being down. Yes. Oh, oh, Oklahoma, Brent Venables, how are you feeling about that one right now? If we do our end of year, like, look back, best hire, best fire of the year, right? Who who, who made the best hire coming into this season? I mean, obviously, Brian Kelly 
feels like a, a monster one, right? That one looks like domination. Worst hire? Oh, ooh, Brent Venables? Hello. That's a tough one, walking in right there after one year. Would he be year. rated the, the worst hire of Power 5? For this season, For right? Last, this first, year? first year head coaches. It was bad. It was bad. Wow. Um, and you're you're about to walk into the SEC with that. Oh, Oklahoma may they may never win it again. I mean, they haven't won it since 2000. So, what? It, the the blown lead against Georgia. That's the they had it in the, the Rose Bowl. The year that uh, Alabama walked it off. Yeah, Georgia God. shouldn't have even been there. They had Baker Mayfield. They had them up. They were up two scores, but they gave up like 10.5 yards per carry. Yeah. Well, they finally. Uh, Started running the football. Sony Michelle to the edges. He was and he was ch- destroying people. Yeah, Oklahoma's. I that might be the worst hire of the offseason. Brent Venables. Um, Hugh Freeze took uh, the offensive line coach from Lane Kiffin, and uh, I can't even remember the other guy's name that looks like him play. So, I think that's uh, according to my text line. There's a couple people that are not happy about that. The show is powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. SEC Insider hit next. Is the SEC Insider Hit presented by your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent? Go local. Go with a home team. Good morning. Hugh Freeze says hello. He's already uh, making sure that people understand that he is back in the Southeastern Conference. He is the head football coach at Auburn, and he is going to be a pain in Ole Miss and Mississippi State's uh, rear and side in many, many ways. Out of bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, to Colorado. Coach Prime, Deion Sanders to Colorado. We're going to drop uh, some of that press conference, which was kind of like Bizarro World, um, here in a few minutes. But Dion is now in the Pac-12. And he basically told all his players to uh, find another school in his, in his meeting, coach player <laughs> meeting, on camera. The new Colorado players. Yes. The, the kids he has zero relationship with. Right. He he walked in and that's we have we that's the audio we have is his seven minute speech to the players and it is wild, insane. I've never heard anyone start their player coaches press conference with "Thank you're lucky that your athletic director was called by God to call me." That is a wild statement. It really is. It really is. I, that's like he. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, he's comparing himself to a deity. Like, that's crazy. Yes, he is. That is wild. Uh, So that, the Jackson State Dion thing was successful. Uh, My takeaway is, and boy, did I, did I read that wrong? He out-talented everybody. Mm -hmm. Now, he's going to have to get, his defensive scoring efficiency numbers at Jackson State were really good. Um, Believe it or not, even though Shador had, uh, 
some really good numbers. Uh, their offensive scoring efficiency numbers were not good, which shouldn't surprise you. I mean, I, again, I remember four, whatever it was, four years ago when Dion played, uh, that team from Texas played MRA. Yes. And MRA just worked Dion. Okay. I know they've got a really good staff, uh, the MRA football, but they just, they just worked him. And, and I mean, you could tell the athletes that, that that Texas team had. So, I wasn't surprised when Dion loaded the boat and had a massive talent advantage over the SWAC. Yeah. Even somewhat more so than like Bama on, you know, a lot of the teams, right? Yes, they, 100%. Absolutely. Uh, but it, it, it was wildly successful. Um, you know, do I think that, that Coach Prime, Dion, um, endured himself to people in the building and on campus as much as people think? That he did, I don't. But fans don't care. You know, here's the deal. Fans just want to win. You know, they want Saturdays to be fun. And they want they want to celebrate with their buddies. And they want to high-five in the stands. And I don't blame you. It's your time to check out and, and focus on your team. And Jackson State won like crazy under Coach Prime. And that once a fan goes through the gate, mm-hmm. that's all they care about. Yeah. I don't mean to be mean. They don't care what their players were doing on Thursday night. They don't care what their coach was doing on Friday night. And once it's all ready to go, I'm in the stadium. Every The, the two teams wearing all these great-looking uniforms, I just want to win. And Coach Prime went undefeated yep. and won the SWAC championship on Saturday and didn't even really have time for the post-game championship Press conference. Man's got to get paid. He was never staying. I, all the pie in the sky. You know, he wants to stay and at, for you know, six to eight, nine years at Jackson State. That was never happening. But I don't blame fans for believing that. Ashley Robinson's the athletic director at Jackson State. And boy, what a hire. And Mo Williams is the Jackson State basketball Which coach is, with a decade at, in the NBA. That's hilarious that that actually, like, that that lined up because that's that's crazy, yeah. So Ashley gets it, it but even as much as Ashley Robinson gets it, it will be damn hard and difficult to come close to replicating. Yeah, and I don't know if there's you another. Can't. For, there won't be one as big as Deion Sanders, correct? But even if there's a a nice big name, um, it will be interesting to see. Boy, and and look, it's almost he's a product of nailing a hire and having to follow it up. Yeah. So, you can't. Like the bar is so – because fans don't care that Coach Prop – they're like, no, 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 we just went 13-0. and 0. He he might – Ashley could might find somebody who can be a good coach, but you can't encapsulate the magic of the Dion ride. Yeah. It's a little bit like – and I know this is like – but when Vic Schaefer and the women's basketball team – got that ride going you could hire another good coach but the whole like magical kind of like everything coming together it takes all these different pieces to come together for the perfect storm Dion was just an enigmatic name that you'll never match you can't hire someone with the notoriety of Dion Sanders there's just not another one right so you know he might hire a great coach and and you might win 10 games a year for the next five years that's that's possible in the swag yeah I mean Jackson State can do that yeah, so, they, they should be dominant. So maybe Ashley can make... I, I would well, trust Ashley to make a good, educated hire. 
but you'll never capture the magic of name. Like no one in the nation is going to care when you hire a good coach and you start winning if it's not Deion Sanders' name, I guess is the way to look at it. Right. And that's the difference. Out of bounds, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. The Farm Bureau insurance call in line is 601-707-3750. Do we still have Kobe? All right, we're going to go to the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line. Good morning, buddy. How are you? You were right, Bo. You were right. You were right. I'm sorry, Blake, too. He knows what I'm sorry for. But <laughs> you, you guys you guys bring – I just want to clarify the, the, what the backlash from the fan base is about. What you all – you're right. He didn't hire a good coach. He hired – Ashley hired an entertainer. And that's part of what made this ride so magical. Dion was entertaining. Everybody else did the coaching. He ran his mouth. But when he got here, the whole narrative was he was only here because this was a stepping stone. But what Dion did was try to change that narrative. He's the one who said, oh, I'm here for HBCUs. God sent me. I'll tell you one thing. If I could get that many phone calls from God, I'd be a bad man myself too. I don't yes, know what you would. Is. Yeah, he ought to put the one eight hundred number out or something. But we got to get that um, later, don't we? Yeah, but he 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 tried to control the narrative and change people's opinion that he was just a stereotypical celebrity looking for a way to enhance and build his brain. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody said when he was here. The people, sure, we kind of figured. And and the the idea was okay. Well, he won't stay. He'll stay more than two. He'll at least let his son get through school. But his actions demonstrate that that was just all a facade. He had no intent on helping HBCUs. It was a quid pro quo. The HBCUs can help make him more relevant, call bring more attention to what he's doing, so he could get out of here faster. Yeah. Without all of the hype and all of that. You know, he might have been here an extra year. But if I say I'm trying to help HBCUs, that's more cameras. But that's a lot. And what people, especially impoverished people in an impoverished state, don't like is when you take sociopolitical issues and manipulate them to control a narrative to make yourself look good. We would have loved him just as much if he had came and said, look, you know, when the money comes, I'm gone. Now yeah. I'm going to... I'll, I'll just entertain that you might have a shot to keep me. He could have just been like, when the money come, I'm gone. But no, he wanted, he tried to prove people wrong. That's not what I'm here for. That's what everybody thought he was here for. And in the end, that's what it came out to be. He didn't have the decency to tell those players before the media told them. Sure, he called the meeting after the game, but guess what? The guy, I, me and you was talking about it three days before the game. Right. You know, then he goes out to Colorado and emphasizes oh, how crime-free it is and all that. Well, I think he should have known part of the charges he collected, he accepted on that collect call from God, was coming to an underfunded, impoverished area. Well, things like that exist. So some of the statements he made afterwards and how he handled it, he was on the first thing smoking. He was trying to speed up the trophy presentation. So I he know. Could get out is that really trying to elevate and help HBCUs or was it elevating Dion? And see, that's what people are mad about. They ain't mad he went and took the money. They, they, they had that idea he was the stereotypical bag chaser anyway. 
he ain't come from nothing. He got money and he want to keep it and get more. That's, that's cool. But don't sit here and tell us we're lying for believing that. Why you lying to us telling us you're here for something else? That's where sort of the beef is. You put on this big facade like you the next great black hope in Jackson for what? For for uh, to get out of here, to get out of Jackson faster. So it, it it is what it is. You know we we're resilient. We'll move on. Hopefully, like you said, we get a coach and not an entertainer next time. Well, um, you need, as you know, you you need a little bit of both. Okay, and you know, so Ashley, thanks for the call, Kobe. You know, Ashley Robinson. He did look. I, I get what all you just said. Prime still had a big-time impact on Jackson State. I mean, y'all packed the stadium again. You won a ton of games. He uh, he brought in a bunch of money, you know, all, all that. All right? People are talking about Jackson State. I mean, I didn't talk. I mean, you had game day. Basically yeah. been losing, you know, the I, this is my 20th season on the air, and, you know, you basically lost the majority of the time I've been doing sports talk radio or just weren't interesting. Um he made you interesting, and like Blake said, you had game day, which was a tremendous impact financially on Jackson State and the city. So there were some good, but this was always, you know, going to be a short stint, and he's now at Colorado. Now, uh, we're about to drop the mo- one of the most bizarre press conferences. Player meet. This is the player meeting. Yeah, player yeah. meeting that, that Blake and I have ever listened to, and I thought it was bizarre when he – the other video of him touring the facilities. By the way, I didn't realize Colorado's facilities were that nice. Dude, they've spent some money. Wow. It's not, you know, they're the 63rd Damn. recruiter in the country. They're the 11th out of 12 recruiters in the Pac-12 currently. Southern Cal and UCLA will leave. They're only ahead of Washington State in roster talent, and it ain't by much. It's a whisker and a hair. And he'll move that up to fourth or fifth by January 1st. Correct. Fourth or fifth in the conference. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's, again, UCLA and USC are leaving, so it will become easier. And he has a quarterback who has played a lot of football. His son. <laughs> right, Shadur. And so remember that. I think that if Shadur you know, continues to grow, that gives them an opportunity to win a couple more games next year than they would normally. All right, so our audio this morning is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Hit favorites.com this morning and save on your car and home, and they'll take care of you and your family. This is the players' meeting. Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, first meeting with his players as the Colorado Buffaloes head coach. Be possible with that, my man, Rick. He, uh... When I tell you, he is the man, and God called him strategically to reach out to me to make this happen. He uh, he didn't convince me. <laughs> he confirmed to me that this was the place. It wasn't about a bag. I got that. It was all about opportunity to do something that hadn't been done in quite some time. And Rick, I'm forever grateful for that opportunity, my man. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you. Love you too. For investing in me. I appreciate it. Now let's get to business. You know what, Jackson State, we got to believe. I'm still going to believe because I've been believing ever since I was a shorty when I told my mother at age of seven 
I was gonna make a lot of money, I was gonna be rich, and she was gonna never have to work for another day of her life. And my actions lined up, lined up with that belief. And I hadn't stopped believing. And I have a problem when young men with everything in front of them don't believe. That's a problem for me. Tremendous problem. Because you can rescue your mom, you can rescue your father, your friends, your loved ones, the homies, anybody who's looked out for you. You have the ability and the opportunity to do that. But you gotta believe. It's the spirit around this uh, team, around this school, that is not traditional. In some kind of way, you guys have accepted it and you've begun to be complacent with it. And even some of the guys that aren't here that's supposed to be here, those are the ones. All this gonna stop. I still have unfinished business to do with Jackson State because whatever I start, I'm gonna finish. And we gotta go win this championship. We gonna do that. But then shortly thereafter, I just want you to know, I'm coming. Not to compete, but to win. Not to show up, but to show out. Not to be amongst the rest, but to be the best. I'm coming. I'm flat out coming. This is real. This ain't no ESPN or this ain't one of the networks you just happen to see me on. I'm right in front of you. You know why? Because I'm coming. I'm coming to restore, to replace, to re-energize some of y'all that are salvageable. I'm not gonna lie, everybody that's sitting in front of the seat Ain't gonna have a seat when we get back. But I'm coming. Uh, I started, and we're gonna go dominate, and we're gonna work. I'm coming to work and not to play. I'm coming to kill it and not to kick it. I'm coming. So you gotta understand. So when I get back, ain't gonna be no hats, no memes. Ain't gonna be no hoodies on and no memes. Ain't gonna be no phones. I wish you would bring a phone in my meeting. Ain't gonna be no earrings in the meeting. Everybody's gonna look like everybody. I'm coming. It's gonna be a different place a different feel, a different attitude, a different energy, a different work ethic, a different want, a different hunger, a different desire, a different need, a different capacity. It's gonna be a different reach. I'm coming. See, by now you better feel it. You can feel what I'm saying, you can feel where I'm coming from. And you know I ain't playing because I got the credentials to back it up, I'm coming. And you gonna hear me because it's gonna be little silent little footsteps that you don't even have to strain but you gonna know I'm coming. Just the sake of my voice, the commitment to excellence, that there's not gonna be any more mediocrity, period. I'm coming. Some of y'all that really got it, that really want it, and really deserve it, and you gotta play beside a fool that don't want it, don't deserve it, that don't even love it, I promise you it's my job to get rid of it. I'm coming. I love everything about this. This institution. I mean, the academics prevalent. No crime. Beautiful city. Beautiful state. We've never had nothing of sort to work out in to, to trade in. Our kids would go absolute crazy to be in the situation that you're in. But you don't respect it. Okay. You don't want it. Okay. Some of y'all don't even think you deserve it. I'm coming.
And usually when God sends me to a place, he sends me to a place to be a conduit of change. Okay. Uniforms may not even look like they look now. The cleats, I guarantee you it's going to be some special. Okay. We got a few positions already taken care of because I'm bringing my luggage with me. And it's Louis. Okay. It ain't going to be no more of the mess that these wonderful fans, the student body, and some of your parents have put up with for probably two decades now. I'm coming. And when I get here, it's gonna be changed. So I want y'all to get ready to go ahead and jump in that portal and do whatever you're gonna get. Because the more you jump in, the more room you make. Because we bring kids that are smart, say that smart, smart, tough. Tough, fast, fast, discipline, discipline, with character. Okay. One more time. Smart, smart, tough, tough, fast, fast, discipline, discipline, with character. With character. That's the ones we're going to get. Is that you? No, sir. Is that you? Yes, 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 sir. So how bad do you really want? How bad do you really want this? What are you sacrificing right now? to substantiate that you really want this. What are you surrendering? What are you giving up right now? These folks still playing football and we ain't having a darn beat. So obviously that's a problem, right? I'm gonna fix it. So if they ask you what he said to me, what went down? I want you to say the two words. Flat out, he just said I'm coming. <laughs> Everybody know what that means when that comes. Not only am I going to show up, but I'm going to show up. Now, I'm through with mine. That was Deion <laughs> Sanders as the head football coach for the Colorado Buffaloes. And that was his first player meeting. What'd you think about it? Ag Up Equipment text line 601 885 3776. He told everybody in the room that they had accepted complacency the last 20 years and also he said not everybody's going to have a seat when we sit down um so this is going to be amazing to see it unfold can he find the coach he can do the recruiting and the sales and the branding and the transfer portal, and all that. And he's really good at that, okay? I don't want to take away from any of how important that is and that skill set that Coach Prime has. Is he? Yeah. So, but the deal is, OCDC, special teams, offensive line coach, let, let's see what he does there. Uh, not that the Pac-12 is just loaded with great football by any stretch. But a guy like Kyle Whittingham will uh, wear you out on a Saturday or Friday like he did Southern Cal on Friday night, okay, without elite talent. Chip Kelly looks like, well, they're going to the Big Ten. They are. Um, Arizona State, new coach. We'll see what happens in Arizona, you know, Oregon. Uh, but, but these teams recruit better 
than Colorado right now. So once Dion closes the gap, what are they going to do? Seven and five? I mean, they just went one and 11. What if he goes five and seven, six and six next year? That's a big jump, right? Um, Somebody just made a great point on Shador Sanders. He's never faced this kind of competition. You're right. <laughs> no. You're right. You're the second worst team talent-wise in your conference. And Washington State doesn't even recruit, I don't think, in the top 70. They're 73. 73. You're 63 if you're a Colorado buff. Okay. 63. So with transfer portal and high school kids, he's going to flip this roster. Kind of like Hugh Freeze at Auburn. He is going to expedite the process. So your number one and number two guy, well, your number one and number three guys are leaving. Southern Cal, number one, UCLA, number three. Washington will be your highest recruiter in the Pac-12 left at 20th. Right. Utah is at 33. Utah is at 33. I bet Dion can get in the 50s, 40s this year. Oh, yeah. I think in one season, yeah. Rumors have it over 200 portal and recruit players, so high school and portal players, have already reached out to the Colorado Compliance Office. So you got to pick the right guys, and how many will that be? And you're going to bust on some. Um... I think eh, probably a minimum 60% bust. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Hit favorites.com. Ryan Fowler, Bama Insider, 830.